Welcome to the weekly sermon podcast for Muncie First Brethren Church. This week, we welcome Penny Warfel as our guest as she walks us through the blessings and urgency of Operation Christmas Child. Here's Penny Warfel. I had a little story I uh, found last night as I was finishing, preparing, and I, uh, I wanted to start with that. Some of you may have seen Forrest Gump a few years ago. Well, Forrest died, and he stood in front of St. Peter at the pearly gates. And St. Peter said, well, welcome, Forrest. I'm so glad you're here, but you know it's getting crowded. And so we have a test that you have to pass to get in the gates. And Forrest said, well, I, I can... I can handle that because uh, my mother gave me tests and exams, and I'll be okay. So uh, Forrest said, uh, what is the test? Well, he said, there's three questions that I'm going to ask, and you have to have the answers to those questions. First question is, which two days of the week begin with a T? Well, sir, said Forrest, the first one... The first one is today, and the next one is tomorrow. Uh, St. Peter said, I'm not so sure, but I'll, I'll, I'll pass you on that one. The next question was, how many seconds are in a year? Well, 12, he said. There's January 2nd, February 2nd, March 2nd, and on it goes. The last question is, what is God's first name? Why, it's Andy, he said. Andy? Oh, how could you come up with that? Well, I learned it in church, Forrest said. Andy walks with me, and he talks with me. <laughs> and he yelled, run, Forrest, run. <laughs> right? So... <laughs> I had to uh, start with something that would hopefully bring your attention. We need to run. We need to uh, run and give the gospel of Jesus Christ. What draws me to Operation Christmas Child? Well, I feel an urgency. I don't know about you, but I feel an urgency to give the gospel out. The world has changed in the last 20, even 10 years. Even when we worshiped together, Linda, the world has changed. Changed where babies are no longer called babies. They're called tissue, blobs of tissue. A world where marriage is no longer sacred. A world where wine is considered what you go for to relax as soon as you get home. A world where the cutting off of heads of believers has become normal, burning them in cages. It's not Rome. That's where it took place years, many years, centuries ago, was in Rome, and now we see it on our TVs by ISIS. 
or shooting in schools. It's normal to see it on TV now. I'm going to tell a story on one of my students here that I brought with me. I love, I love my teenagers, and I think they know that, right? I just have such a heart for them. And um, I challenged them November or October 3rd was to take your Bible to school day. And we have three schools and some homeschool students in our church, and I challenged them to take their Bibles. And immediately, immediately, oh, I can't do that. I would be sent to the principal's office. And, oh, the stories that came out of some of their mom. I was like, what? You have this right. And so I talked to a teacher in our church, and I said, what do I do to convince them that they, I wanted them to know the truth, not be frightened into not having the truth. And I called all the superintendents. And one of them said, you called Mr. So-and-so or Dr. So-and-so? I said, yeah, I talked to him. He said, bring your Bibles to school. They're, they're being controlled by the world's fear. And I'm, I'm going to fight that. Um, do you know that there are seven believers every day that are martyred for Christ? Do you have, did you know that? Seven believers every day. There are more believers today martyred for the cause of Christ than ever before in history. In China, children are being questioned in school about parents' actions. And you, Pastor me know this. They're asked, do your parents ever hold their hands like this and bow their heads? If it happens and the children innocently say yes, the parents are automatically taken to prison. And their prisons are not like our prisons. These are desperate times. These are urgent times, folks. And the urgency to spread the gospel is my heart. It is in my heart. And so I want to give you an opportunity to spread the gospel, to give the gospel an opportunity for not just the child who received the box, but their entire family. Each child needs to know that God loves them and has a purpose for their life. You know, Jesus left that task to you and me. If you are a believer, you have that opportunity to spread his word. We're the church. It's our job. And we should welcome it. And uh, so that's what draws me. Franklin says, the time is now. Franklin Graham, Billy's son, the time is now, and it is, it is now. It is unbelievable, the things that are going on. So Operation Christmas Child gives us the mission of reaching 2 to 14-year-olds and much in the unreached countries. Um, I got to go to the warehouse last year. I've gone 
several times with uh, Bill and Sue Bowsman. We love going to the warehouse, and if you're interested, uh, we'll have three days where we head to Charlotte and uh, come with us. It's very inexpensive, and you will be totally blessed. We worked with the unreached countries last year, which means Muslim countries. And we had to go through every box and take out everything that had any type of pig in it. And you might say, oh, come on. No, really, you know what? This is why we don't do candy anymore. This is why we don't do toothpaste anymore. Because they would stop the, the big semi trailers on the border and not accept them if we didn't do it their way. And you know what? I'll, like Paul, I'll, I'll do it their way because I'm going to get the gospel in there and give to those children. So first, you put in some hygiene items. Then you'll get a wow gift to put in, something that just makes that child know how special they are. School supplies. But don't forget prayer. Every single box needs to be prayed for. Then the opportunity through a simple gift will go. We have the questions many times, well, can I send a Bible? Well, you can. However, take that space and use it for something else because they will get a Bible in their language, whatever their language may be. They go, after they receive their shoebox, they go through the greatest journey. And I want you to look at these when you come. They are colorful. It is a Bible study. Every child will go through. They will get the opportunity to accept Christ. And when they graduate, they get a Bible in their language. So it's, it's absolutely amazing what we can get in their hands just because we take a pig out, okay? So, you know, I'm in Bible Study Fellowship. I have been for 30-some years. And I, you think, why, why is it so urgent to get these shoeboxes into the hands of these children and families? Each passing day, our world is changing. And I go back to Acts 9, where Saul, who later becomes Paul, meets Jesus on the road to Damascus. And, you know, he receives the scales on his eyes, I think probably from the light of Christ, right, being exposed to him. And three days he fasts. Ananias is convinced thoroughly that he must go, <laughs> you know, and it took some convincing. Don't you know, God, this guy's been killing us? And um, anyway, God convinces him. He puts his hands on him and the scales fall off. And Paul is sent to you and I, the Gentiles. Wow. He is sent to us, and we are sent beyond Samaria. 
good example, uh, about five years ago, there was a little boy in Africa who received a box. And he didn't open it, and one of the young men who was there delivering boxes, uh, the age of the youth that came with me today, he wondered why he didn't open it. Everybody else had opened their box. Well, the little boy took it home to show his dad, I've got a present. Now, I want you folks to really know these children do not have any toys. They have never seen a toy. Our kids, our grandkids have toy boxes full of things, right? And many of them have never had a washcloth. Uh, we have a story of a young girl who came to our church and spoke from Russia. She had been in an orphanage. 47 children every day used the toothbrush, the toothbrush she used before she got it. They treasure a new toothbrush. They've never had one. It's theirs. This little boy in Africa who took his shoebox home to show his dad. The dad comes back with him. He, get, he opens his shoebox. The dad decides, you know, this church is pretty interesting. Maybe I need to come back. Today, this father is now a pastor of a church of 3,000 people. You see, this is a mission that reaches many, and you get to participate in that. Alina Asina, who came last year and the year before to speak and go with us and travel to some of the areas, she received, and, and the women, the men may not, this may not relate to you, but she received a pair of little pink plastic heels that the little girls would slip their little feet in and walk and clomp around. She had never seen the color pink before. She'd never seen anything but gray and black. So when I do my shoebox, I put color in. I want them to know. Uh, yesterday, I got to go down and hear Dr. Rydelnik, who's an amazing man um, in Indianapolis, and a lady who was standing in line for him to sign the books that he had, has just finished. She was telling me about the fact that her daughter was now making what I started in our church. Uh, you cut the t-shirts up and you make add string to string and sew them together and you, you make jump ropes. It doesn't have to be something expensive. It, ha it can be something creative. Think outside the box. Fishing kits, gentlemen, if you could go to your garage and get some hooks and some line and some sinkers together and put them in a medicine bottle and add a little stick, they can fish. They can feed their family. Nails, hammer. I'll tell you what, Harbor Freight always has little hammers on sale. Shoes. I was telling her that um, last year I had a burden for shoes because 
And you may say, okay, now, how would I know what size shoe to get? You don't, but God does. And I guarantee you that pair of shoes will get into the hands of the right child. You pray, and God will take care of the rest. You, 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 you will not believe the stories of how somebody who has never had a pair of shoes will receive a pair, and it is exactly maybe even the color they've asked for. Sewing kits, ladies. Material, a yard of material, a half a yard of material, or patches of material so they can patch their dresses or their skirts, whatever their clothing is. Needles, thread, scissors. That's for the older girls. There's always, for the younger ones, you know, the, the cars and the dolls. Duct tape. If you men don't mind going and buying a roll of duct tape, the older boys are building their homes, and they need duct tape. A t-shirt. Sunglasses. At the dollar store, they have really good ones. Sunglasses. These are the things that are amazing. The gal that got the little pink shoes, her mother is now a missionary in Israel. I would urge you as a church, and I used to say, could you just pack one more box than you did year before? Now I'm going to urge you to pack five more boxes. Two of you go together. Put your stuff together. Always remember, every box is a gospel opportunity. A church I spoke at last year, about the size of your church, they had done 10 boxes the year before. They had a new pastor. He said, I want 25 this year. Guess how many they ended up with? 57 boxes last year. I was, I was blown away. And so was the lady who was in charge. She could not believe it. He, cha he challenged them. You have to remember that every child is going to have the opportunity to know Jesus. Their family is going to have the opportunity to know Jesus. So I hope that if you have any questions about something that should or shouldn't go in a box, you will be, feel free to ask me, but please pray for your box. Because when they open that up, that prayer is going to just spill out over them. And um, I know that Jesus will bless you and bless them. And you may receive a letter. Our family has received three letters since we have been involved in Operation Christmas Child. And I want to thank you all for letting me talk. And I hope, I hope that you will all be very blessed by what you accomplished this year through Operation Christmas Child.